Uh, all right, let's fucking get into it. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. Dear Lord. Myself, Justin Briner. And me, Sarah M. Hey, guys. Was the record skipping? Was that the Yeah. It's remix time here at Pull the Plug. You know, how we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh sure. Sure. You know, pull the plug, the acoustic show. We're well known for our remixing. <laughs> we're <laughs> pretty our, good. Our DJ diddles, as it were. That's DJ right. Diddles. That is terrifying. That's <laughs> a little fucking bit. scary name. <laughs> I would never listen to anything by DJ Diddles. I would li- I would purchase his entire discography. Yeah, you would. That's, that's <laughs> you how would. invested I am. <laughs> Briner, it's good to have you back. We missed yeah, you, though. Sarah, uh, Sarah did an amazing job last week, yes. kind of covering for both of you guys. So Sarah actually might be better without you. Like I think the show as a whole <laughs> yeah. is better with the four of us, but yeah. Sarah really shined last week. Honestly, <laughs> I think it, the show should just be Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Like then it would Coming... be just like super listenable. <laughs> Coming next week, an all Sarah only Sarah show. Kind of into it. All Sarah. Get only ready, Sarah. Sarah. I like it. Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're right. Get ready. <laughs> That's a RuPaul quote. My pussy's already <laughs> stepped up. You step your up. Your pussy up. <laughs> um, and uh, I know uh, it's a packed show tonight. Yeah, we got a bunch of shit. That's um, yeah, fun. And I was told that BuzzFeed uh, was removed from the table. Yeah. Uh, so in our intro, I'm going to do a little BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Nice. So guys, I'm going to have you pick a cheese. Blue cheese, gouda, gouda cheese, uh, brie, or asiago? It's got to um, be the gouda. Hmm. It's asiago for me. Ooh, Give okay. me the asiago. Like, Give me that all, all of the things go with, with like different things. You know what I mean? Very true. Mm-hmm. I guess for being by itself, I'll pick Brie. Okay. Ooh, okay. Wow. All divided right. already. Like if it's just cheese. It's completely right? divided. You know what I mean? Uh, what do you pair with your cheese? Wine, grapes, crackers, or more cheese? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wine for me, so yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> like a good wine cheese pairing. Yeah, like all of those go well with uh, with cheese, but I'm gonna go especially more cheese. But I'm gonna go with the wine. I'm gonna go with the more cheese. At <laughs> a man nice for choice. sure. For sure. Uh, I'm gonna have you pick a cheesy meal. Is it pizza, a cheeseburger, a grilled cheese, or mac and cheese? Um, yeah, it's pizza for me. It's pizza. It's the pizza. <laughs> nice choice. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's probably going to be the pizza for me as well. Grilled cheese is a very close second there because mm, you can kind of do that like cheese crusted sort of thing. But uh, mm-hmm. what was the second one? A uh, cheeseburger. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I love <laughs> oh, a good man. cheeseburger. Oh yeah. Now, Serious. guys, where are you eating your cheese? At a restaurant? <laughs> At home? On a picnic? Or on the go? Are you having on the go cheese? Just a block of cheese. <laughs> I'm kind of into it. <laughs> you imagine going on a road trip and be like, oh, can you pass the snacks? And somebody from the cooler takes out a block of cracker barrel cheese. <laughs> or even better, like between the driver and passenger, there comes a full cheese plate. <laughs> kinda, I'm kind of into that. I don't know. I like that. All right, on the go. Yeah, I'm picking on the go. Make it, 
I would say picnic probably, but I do like the on the go. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying sure. at home. At home, man. Yeah. Give me the wine. She's private when she private plays with her cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, it was a short uh, but very delicious BuzzFeed tonight, and I do want to let you know that your cheese preferences mm-hmm. reveal the animal you're most like. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Which, tonight, guys, people are always blown away by your inner strength. You're incredibly compassionate and very pr- uh, protective of the people and things that you love. Even though you have your serious moments, you're known for your more playful side. Guys, you're a dolphin. <laughs> Are you serious? Um, <laughs> that was not what I was You guys, expecting. they left out this little tidbit. But did you know that dolphins rape things? <laughs> yeah, yes. I did know this. I actually did, They're yeah. aggressive, yeah. and it suits you guys to a T. <laughs> I'm not a rapist. Neither yeah, am I. Neither am I. Come clean. Yeah, I'm just, not a rapist. We're, we're, we're not going to joke about it in any way. We're, no. we're just going to no. say we're not rapists. But no. I do, yeah, that's that's a terrifying notion of a wow, dolphin. Why is this that the first that... thing that came to your mind? <laughs> Recently like, most found people this can, out. Like, think of dolphins like, oh, they're they're fun. And they have like a foot long corkscrew penis. That's what yeah. I thought. So, so that's pretty similar I to you, Brian. This, yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine scuba diving, and then just this thing kind of comes out of the dark. <laughs> they apparently that's they they have sex because it feels good, yeah. and not just because it makes. I, I other did know that. Like, isn't that crazy? They actually yeah, like the, they like the feeling. Yeah, like the only other mammal or animal that has sex purely for pleasure. Yeah. Other than humans, I never yeah. knew that. So I'm wow. I'm happy I got to slide BuzzFeed in. <laughs> well wow. done. Plus we got some fun dolphin facts. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. All right. We are gearing up for a hell of a show <laughs> so, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. What else do we have going on tonight? Um, <laughs> now the, that we've educated the, the masses. That's right. Yeah. Um, we've got a returning kind of spotlight from Danny Allen, How Music Helps. Yeah, great. We're gonna be talking about some music nice. therapy. Really on uh, that. Part two. I'm very like his his first segment was so much fun, and yeah. uh, I'm very excited uh, to hear more. Also excited for the return of our friend, our legend. You know, one who we would consider a cohort. I would call in an emergency if I needed support <laughs> or any kind of lifting up in in my mood or anything right. like that. The one, the only, Michael Angry Hawkins Holy is coming back shit. with a segment we're really angry. Very From the grave. When was the last time we had Mike on this show? He he estimated that it's been over a year. Yeah. That's well, disgusting. I think, I think it's two Christmases ago. I think he made his exit on a Christmas Holy episode. Shit, that's wild. Was that the same oh show God. that his his wife at the time got accidentally kneed in the face by somebody? Like you said, wife at the time. No, it's his now wife. Sorry, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I was like, we, we were there for changed. that. We were there for that. <laughs> she got she yeah, got he, punched in the face. Yeah, accidentally. Yes, to be clear, made that like, did happen. Can confirm that happened. So that that was the last time we right. saw Mike, and he's back. He's over that whole ordeal, and he's yeah. back. It took him a couple years, but hey, yeah, it took him a while. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, making another pull the plug playlist. Very excited for this one. This one, I think, it kind of took a little bit of mind power on all of our ends to kind of come up with with some songs for this one. But yeah. she's a toughie, but a goodie. Awesome. <laughs> and coming up next, I am so goddamn excited no idea. to regale you with a tale. And I'm really tale. hoping that you guys. I'm really hoping you guys haven't heard this story. Okay. Even if you had, it's it, it'll still be enjoyable. But it's going to be a lot more enjoyable if you haven't heard it. So. Uh, we've got all of that plus some great acoustic music coming away tonight here on Pull the Plug. If you want to stay up to date with anything Pull the Plug related, please uh, check us out over at our website. 
ptbpodcast.com. <laughs> One bassy at the end there. Yeah, I like that. I felt that in the headphones. Hello. That was kind of nice. A little, yeah. little eargasm. Yeah, there you go. Very, That's what I'm here for. Very sweet of you. Not as sweet as this next song, though. It's myself and Jake Brandman here doing Life in Stereo on PTB Podcast. in stereo that's myself and jake b there and we're back here on ptp podcast guys i am oh my god i'm so excited i'm so excited to tell you this this little story this is so good so i 
I, I heard about this story this past week and I had to fucking share it with you guys because it's goddamn amazing. And it's called the Dave Matthews Band Chicago River Incident. Oh, I don't know this story. I'm so intrigued. You don't know the story, Jen? No. I know. Yes. Oh, my God. That makes me so happy. Okay. So a <sighs> little bit of background on the Dave Matthews Band. So we'll refer to them a lot in the story as DMB. And they were formed back in 1991. They're made up of Dave Matthews. That's where the name comes from. Uh, 16-year-old bassist Stefan Lesser, drummer and backing vocalist Carter Beaufort, violinist and backing vocalist Boyd Tingsley, and saxophonist Leroy Moore. Now, they're more, they're kind of known as like a jam band. They play their songs differently in every performance, very similar to like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band sort Sweet. of thing. They're always touring and they've sold over 20 million concert tickets, which to me is astounding. Crazy. And they're always on the road. And back in 2004, they were staying at the Peninsula Hotel in Chicago. And they had a two-night run at Alpine Valley, which was in Wisconsin. And to travel, uh, which wasn't very far, but to travel, they had booked five tour buses, one for each member of the band, which kind I think is kind of weird. But what? Yeah, what the fuck kind of band does that? They don't like each other, right? <laughs> like that's no, they, like they can't. They can't like each other at <laughs> no, that point. Definitely not. Uh, now, during the warmer months of the year, the Chicago Architecture Foundation offers a boat tour mm-hmm. of the buildings along the Chicago River. It's nice. It's, it's like the number one tourist thing. People say when you go to Chicago, you need to see the yeah. architecture boat tour. Yeah, it's nice sightseeing boats. They got open roof seating and it passes under bridges and you see buildings. It's really nice. Okay. Sounds so cool. now, now, most of the bridges in Chicago feature what's called riveted grating and you you have seen this before it's used for its strength but it's also uh used for its anti-slip properties because it offers like a drainage it's there's like a grate to it so the hmm. water snow goes onto it it doesn't com- accumulate there and it doesn't that makes sense it doesn't make ice or anything it just falls through right <laughs> so according to the chicago tribune on sunday august 8th 2004 at the outset of the boat tour Captain Sonia Lund on the boat Little Lady jokingly told the passengers that they shouldn't look up with their mouths open when going under bridges, lest they, quote, get a true taste of Chicago. How right she was. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, no. So okay. back to these tour buses. <laughs> so these tour buses, they cover long distances, of course, and for convenience, they have toilets on board. Now, violinist Boyd Tingsley's own bus uh, was driven around by driver Stefan Wall, and the bus had a full toilet, and okay. that has to go somewhere. Now, usually the tanks are emptied at places that are designated for this, you know, gas yes. stations, way stations, stuff like that, but not on Sunday, August 8th, 2004. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Now, the violinist wasn't with him that day, but at 1.18 p.m. that day, and I love the specificity of the time, Wall drove over the Kingsley Street Bridge, presumably hoping that the tank could be emptied through the graded bridge into the waterway below. So he stopped and let it go. Oh, my God. Now, at that exact moment, under the bridge, Chicago's little lady was passing through, and this meant that the boat received the full contents of the tank on the seats of its open roof terrace. Oh, my God. All 800 pounds worth. What? That's 362 kilograms of human waste. Ew. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to empty that before that. That's a lot. That's too much. That's way too much. (laughs) The boat was doused with a foul liquid substance that appeared to drop from one or two charter buses above. A cascade of brownish-yellow liquid substance rained down on them, and about two-thirds of the passengers on the upper deck were soaked. No. Ew. Oh, <laughs> got so shit weird. on by Dave Matthews' oh pants. 
Now, the volunteer tour guide at the boat's helm reassured passengers that they had just been splashed with water, but the foul smell prompted a small suspicion that he was, in fact, lying. <laughs> and again, this is from another Chicago Tribune article. There was stunned silence initially, then sort of this horrible realization as they began to smell themselves as to what had happened. Passengers shouted that police should be called and demanded that the boat be turned around. Uh, within minutes, the tour headed back as fast as the boat could go. People got splashed on their face, eyes, mm. mouth, hair. Many were soaked. Some pe- uh, passengers became sick, so they used like the lower deck bathroom. And at the dock, oh. the 120 passengers disembarked, and they were given refunds for the $25 tickets, yeah. <laughs> exchanges, or open-ended tickets in case they wanted to come back. They for didn't. For some reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, now, the vice president of marketing for this whole thing spoke to the media and, of course, apologized and added that partial license plates of the buses above had been recorded. And he said he would demand that the buses be inspected for a defect, assuming, of course, that something had just gone wrong, that this wasn't intentional. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, now, one witness gave Chicago police an Oregon license plate number that belonged to a 2003 Monaco Royale coach bus that was owned by someone named Jerry Fitzpatrick. And this man had been Matthew's tour bus driver for about three years. And he confirmed he was in Chicago with Matthews, but the driver said he was parked in front of the Peninsula Hotel where the band had been staying and he was several blocks away. He said there's no way it could have been we could have been a part of that and that he had even emptied the tanks for several days. Hence, you're statement yeah. of why you know they were very full he also said we're very cautious of how we do these things yeah <laughs> so a publicist for the dave matthews band issued a statement the the night after saying the group's management had determined that all the buses had been parked at the time of the incident passengers on the boat however were furious yeah including five who reportedly did go to the hospital oh my god wow uh the organization that runs the boat tours got numerous angry phone calls asking for compensation for clothes and personal items that got soaked or ruined and so the band and the bus driver were denying any involvement uh, but the story wasn't going to go away so publicists had to come out and issued a statement just giving full denial and then security footage from a nearby health club emerged oh <laughs> my god so 16 days after the incident, on August 24th, Illinois Attorney General Lisa Madigan launched a $70,000 lawsuit against the driver, Stefan Wall, alleging that he was the one responsible for the dumping. Driver denied that he was the guy and was supported by the band, which was all well and good until the next day when Chicago Mayor Richard Daly held a press conference where he released the security video to the public oh, as well as to the media. God. Son of a bitch. So Mayor Daly also expressed his belief that the dumping was, quote, absolutely unacceptable, but added that he believed that the Dave Matthews Band was, quote, a very good band. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't, he doesn't want to ruin his chances to, like, get backseat or uh, backseat. Yeah, he wants that VIP, man. Oh, my God. Uh, but despite being a very good band, they were no longer able to deny the truth. And in March 2005, Stefan Wall, the driver, who again was alone with the bus at the time, pleaded guilty to misdemeanor charges of reckless conduct and water pollution. He was sentenced to 18 months probation, 150 hours of community service, and a $10,000 fine, which That's was uh, to be donated to the Friends River Adv- Advocacy Group. And a spokesman for the uh, uh, Dave Matthews Band added that he had also been fired to add on to injury, insult to injury. The statement also said that although the band members were not on the bus when the incident took place, quote, we always said that if it was our bus, we would take responsibility for what had happened, which is kind of the exact opposite of the several months of them denying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the following month, the Dave Matthews Band settled uh, the civil lawsuit that the state of Illinois had brought over, paying $200,000 to be used towards environmental education. 
Uh, in exchange for this, the band didn't have to admit any guilt in court, so it kind of oh. worked out well for them. They also donated $50,000 to Friends of the Chicago River, as well as $50,000 to the Chicago Park District. So in total, dumping shit in a river cost the band $300,000. So the people that were hospitalized and like needed new clothes and stuff, did they ever get payouts? Uh, there's no word on that. No. Oh, wow. interesting. Now, uh, just to kind of finish off real quick, it wasn't all bad publicity for the Dave Matthews Band. Ben and Jerry's quickly released a new DMB flavor called Magic Brownie. Oh, no. Just a little bit bad taste. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And finally, this was my favorite part of the uh, the story that was kind of regaled to me. Um, the, the Dave Matthews Band has big fans. Like, there's some passionate Dave Matthews Band yeah. fans out there. Yeah, very much but so. But they're, they're also a band that's hated by a lot of people. Like, like fervently hated by a lot of people. And some clever people on the internet at the time said that the poo was, quote, still the best Dave Matthews band release of all time. <laughs> oh, shit. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> and that is the story of the Dave Matthews band, Rip Chicago River. I love that. That was, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's fucking, hilarious. That's, that's a hell of a story. I, wow. I wonder hilarious. if the, their song, Crash Into Me, was written about that. <laughs> <laughs> crash your shit into me i can't believe that happened crash. <laughs> oh. can you imagine no no, no. no. oh what a nightmare. What? yeah oh, i'd be so mad that's crazy I'd be so fucking mad oh yeah good story though well uh, links to uh, some some of those articles as well as uh, the, the initial podcast that I kind of heard that, that report on uh, can be found over at the show notes over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Coming up next, we got uh, Michael Angry Hawkins with his yeah. new We're Really Angry. Very excited for that. First here, it's uh, Jojo Worthington. It's Amadeus on P2P Podcast. You approached me from the room over there. Maybe it was the way you stared, but I thought you were nice. Thought you were cool, so we went in. So 
turn left and I was right about seeing you in the corner of my eye. Since then you've grown a beard and you're on the sidewalk asking for beer. Ten years passed and it's been so long since I last heard you sing our wedding songs. Next day I picked up the paper to read it and the headlines scream the death of Amadeus. Now it's time for this week's We're Really Angry. We're really angry! Wow. It's been a long time, and a lot of shit has happened, and I want to get right to it. The world is fucked up right now. What happened to the world? It's like this whole time the world was growing up in a broken home, and all of a sudden, bam, the year 2020 hits, and it decides to lash out and become a coked-up stripper. <laughs> Climate change, terrorism, Post Malone's face tattoo. These are fucked up times. And if that wasn't enough, there's a global pandemic going on on top of it. And that's what's making me angry this year. It's amazing how fast the world can change. That's what COVID taught me. Wearing masks are so normal now, but before COVID... You might see one Asian lady wearing one at the airport, and she'd stand out, and I'd wonder, what does she know that we don't? (laughs) Is she a germaphobe? Is she crazy? Or is she incredibly smart? Does she have bad teeth and she's covering them up? Is she a good driver? Does she put the cap back on the toothpaste? Does she make her bed in the morning or at night? Does she sleep in, or is she an early riser? Does she snore? Does she have a nice house? How much money does she make? Does she grow her own herbs? Is she left-handed or right? Does she ever think dirty thoughts? What is she thinking right now? Anyways, all these questions went through my mind as I joined the Mile High Club with her on that airplane. Then COVID-19 hits. At the beginning, a few people started wearing the masks. It was a little weird. Then we all were wearing them, and it's incredible how quickly it became normal. You didn't even notice them anymore once everyone was wearing one. And I thought, what else can we normalize like that? If everyone got on board and started wearing neck pillows, then the people wearing them at airports wouldn't stand out and look so stupid. Or if enough women started going topless, same thing. I did a lot of curbside pickups. Then I discovered they have curbside pickup for things other than prostitutes. 
So that was a big adjustment. There's a lineup to everything. Every store, it felt like nightclub when you're driving around. There'd be a lineup everywhere, and the saddest looking people with the saddest looking faces would be lined up questioning things like, do I really need twist ties? Especially outside a sex shop, a lineup of pervs. I'm driving by, waving, hi dad. What makes it worse is then you see the people who ordered ahead on the app and they get to skip the line and walk with a purpose past all the peasants. Fuck them. Every store they'd make you wash your hands with hand sanitizer, security person would watch you, and I'm very cautious. I do my entire body, my hands, my arms, my legs, I reach down my pants, because you never know when someone might try and rape you. And I wanna be prepared. I saw on the news every night at seven this lady would bang her pots and pans to support the frontline workers, which now, you're making us all look bad. I was only doing thoughts and prayers. I feel like an asshole. I didn't know we had to bang shit. And I never thought to show my support to someone by banging pots and pans. I'm so happy the chemo is working so far. I know it's hard. I know things will get better. Just hang on for one sec. Close your eyes. Bang, 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 bang. Hope that helps. It'd be hard dating during COVID. I think if I were single, I'd keep a sign-in sheet inside the front of my pants. Yeah, can you fill out your name, phone number, and time? That would be great. It's for contract tracing. Everyone has to do it when they're down there. I don't make the rules. And you have to adjust during these unprecedented times. You have to do things you never done before in your life. Like halfway through the first lockdown, my wife came down the stairs and said, why did you write I was a slut on the back of the bathroom door? The public washrooms were closed. What did you think would happen? And that's what's making me angry this week.
checking out your summer skin How I love to get under it As you lay so vulnerably Tell me, could you blame me? You know I'm just passing by You're just close to it But I wouldn't mind right now get up close who knows what you're dealing with if you want to know why i'm on the next flight three words the west coast three words the west coast if you want to know why i let you go by three words the west coast Hello, and welcome back to How Music Helps with certified music therapist Daniel Allen. I've been taking a break and enjoying my summer, but I am back to record this next segment. In July, I gave a general overview about how one becomes a certified music therapist. Today, I'm going to outline some of the different approaches that can be used in order to facilitate a music therapy session. I will begin by discussing the importance of developing session goals and briefly outline three frequently used music therapy models. I will follow that by describing some of the more common interventions that I use. It is important to note that there are many models and interventions out there that are equally effective. Unfortunately, I'm not going to have time to feature them all today. No matter how you approach music therapy, a session must have clearly established goals and objectives. These goals target the areas where music is intended to help the client. Goals typically focus on developing movement, speech, cognition, social skills, positive behaviors, emotional regulation, and much more. Having clear goals helps to ensure a session is as effective as possible and also gives a target for both the client and the therapist to focus on. What goals are created depends on the wishes of the client and or their family, as well as the background of the therapist. A music therapist trained in the developmental and behavioral models of music therapy, such as myself, sets goals that focus on developing motor abilities, speech, word formulation, behavioral processes, increasing attention and focus, increasing mood, and increasing familiarity with social practices. A music therapist trained in the neurological model of music therapy would use music therapy to help work around damaged areas of the brain from injury, stroke, or other reasons. Possible goal areas could include developing speech, slowing regression of speech, increasing motor functioning and movement, decreasing gait, and improving mood. A music therapist trained to do music psychotherapy will often use music with intentions similar to that of a traditional psychotherapist. Possible goal areas include navigating traumatic events, creating a safe space for expression, increasing confidence and self-worth, and increasing feelings of safety. So how do you work on these goals? Well, there is not one answer. Much like how each individual is different, what activity will be most effective will also vary. It is up to a music therapist to take the desires and strengths of each client and create a plan and interventions that best suit them. This usually comes from an intake assessment. In my practice, I use the first three to four sessions to get to know my clients, learn more about their likes, 
and find out what they want to accomplish in their sessions. I also observe trends that are seen in those initial sessions. What activities did the client respond well to? What were they less interested in? Do they show a preference for an instrument? Were there moments where they were more engaged or animated than others? From there, I create the session goals and then begin the process from there. It's important to note that goals and plans are never concrete. Goals frequently change as progress and accomplishments are made, meaning we often have to reset and move to the next level. Interest and desires also can change over time. A client can lose interest in an activity, especially if it is done each and every week. A client can also show more interest in intervention as their confidence builds. A successful music therapist is constantly analyzing and evaluating by keeping notes of observations made each session and will make changes as needed to best suit their clients. I'm now going to outline some of the more commonly used interventions that I use in my sessions and how they can be effective. This is not all that I do, but rather the methods I use more often. First category I have are songwriting interventions. Songwriting can be a great way to get thoughts and ideas out in a safe way. It is a fun way to work on developing creativity. The great thing with songwriting is it can be used with clients of all ages with all kinds of musical experience. Songwriting can be done in many ways. It can follow a traditional method where a client writes lyrics, a beat, or a chord progression, and then brings it to the music therapist. From there, it can be performed, recorded, or analyzed to interpret meaning. A music therapist can assist the client by offering guidance or adding musical layers through the use of desired instruments. In many cases, I've worked with clients to write multiple songs, which in some cases have been compiled into an album or a playlist. I enjoy doing this as it gives the client an offering that they can take home with them and listen to whenever they want to. It is also a symbol of accomplishing a task. Songwriting can also be done through other methods. Often I'll remove words to a song and replace them with a category in a Mad Lib style. The client in those instances is tasked with creating a lyric that matches that category. For example, if I took out a word and made the category favorite food, the client might choose pizza. In that case, the lyric would become pizza. One song that I've used effectively for this activity is It's a Great Day to Be Alive by Travis Tritt, which can be used to write about simple things we are thankful for. The second category I have is rhythmic and movement-based interventions. I feel like I use this the most in my sessions. The rhythms present in songs and music are a natural guide towards movement and coordination. Typically when we hear a beat, we tend to start moving at the same time as the beat due to our automatic response to music. For these interventions, I like to use songs and beats with a strong pulse to help guide movement. I typically keep it in either a two, three, or four beat, as they are most common. I like to use the two beat for encouraging stepping and walking. Let me demonstrate this with my guitar. I'm gonna play a two beat, otherwise known as a boom chuck. Sounds like this. When doing a session, I would play that while a client was walking to help guide their steps. In that case, I make the downbeat super strong so the client can hear it and try to match it with their steps. I start very slowly and defined and will gradually increase the tempo if appropriate. Having a strong rhythm present can increase movements and coordination in relation to dancing and everyday movements such as reaching and grasping. Movement in music therapy can also be encouraged in less rhythmic ways. One example is when working on range of motion. In these sessions, I'll present the client with a drum. I'll hold it in front of them to establish a midline and encourage them to strike the drum. 
I'll then gradually move the instrument away from the midline and encourage the client to track it visually with their eyes and physically with their drumstick. From here, I'll work to establish the max range of motion. In future sessions, I'll have the client work towards the max and try to increase it slightly further each time. Doing this process causes the client to work on visual tracking of the instrument, gross motor movement to move the arm, fine motor movement to hold the stick, and eventually an increased range of motion. It is important not to go too far too soon. Meet the client where they are each day and celebrate any and all progress. It's important not to overlook the simple things. Just by having a client hold a drumstick and moving it around can be a great way to focus on fine and gross motor movement and coordination. A music therapist should try to consider all aspects of movement, establish what level the client is at, and then begin working towards the next level. The third and final category I have today are lyric and melody recall interventions. This is something I use with many clients, but especially with older ones. One unique thing about music is that it activates the entire brain, not just one part. This means that music can work around impaired areas of the brain to generate responses with speech, cognition, and memory recall. When facilitating these interventions, I'll often sing a section of a familiar song that a client knows well. Once we have established the song, I'll pause and leave a blank. I'll prompt the client to complete the missing word. In many cases, I've worked with clients who cannot remember their own name, but can recite missing words of songs with 100% accuracy. I've also found a similar response with melodies of songs. Often I've observed clients breaking into song and singing along with me at pitch after the first two notes of a song. One way I work on this is by playing a name that tune game. I play a melody on my guitar and provide basic accompaniment. I ask the client to guess either the words or the name of the song. Usually by the time I'm halfway through the verse, they have guessed both. I'll give you an example here. What song is this? Listen carefully. guessed you are my sunshine you would be correct congratulations i would play that song the group or the client would start to sing along and once we correctly guessed the song we would finish the song by singing the words and singing as a voice and possibly instrument group as well if we had those handed out these examples are just a few of many possible interventions a therapist can use i'm always inspired by the new ideas shared by my colleagues about the different ways music can be used in sessions with shifting to online sessions due to the covid 19 pandemic I facilitate music therapy in ways I could have never imagined when I first started this career. I always enjoy the challenge of finding a new way to connect with someone musically. To conclude, I'm going to assign a challenge. Next time you're out for a walk, keep your ears tuned for some music. It could be playing from a restaurant, a passing car, or your headphones. Listen for a bit and pay attention to your walking. Do your steps match the beat of the music? Keep your eye out for this phenomenon, and more often than not, you should notice it happening. See if it happens there. You might be surprised. This has been another episode of How Music Helps with certified music therapist Daniel Allen. You can learn more about me by visiting my website at www.allenmusictherapy.ca or find me on Facebook by searching Allen Music Therapy. Tune in next time when we talk about facilities where you can find music therapists such as myself. Now, back to the music on Pull the Plug. 
find it kind of funny Looking back today Sitting in my backyard When thoughts won't look my way Remembering things I've done Make me think then say Tired of all this waiting around Today's gonna be the day I am tired of pushing things away When I said I'd do it yesterday I think eventually I'll see the day All my troubles seem so far away Stop waiting in the cold Contemplating how I feel when I am grown and old Hands are in my pockets, music in my ears How much do you think I've changed after all these years? I am tired of pushing things away When I said I'd do it yesterday Eventually I'll see the day All my troubles seem so far away
Lumber Junk. That one's called Procrastination. And we're back here on PTP Podcast. Ooh, shit, yeah. With, uh, some music discussions. Discuss. Mm-hmm. Discuss. We're, we're going to talk about some stuff. Yeah, some things. Some tunage. So I think this was one that maybe I brought to the table. I think so. Um, yeah. But I think it's a very interesting conversation. Like I said at the very beginning of the show, it was one I had a really tough time with. That Yeah. Um, the the notion of uh, tonight's discussion being uh, songs you like from artists you don't. And for yeah. me, that's really difficult because if I decide that I don't like an artist, I'm not giving them any more chances. I'm I don't dive with you. back yeah. into it. Um, so yeah, for, it was just a really tough one for me to do despite being the one that came up with it. <laughs> I think a, a good kind of, I guess, qualifier or like asterisk to this is that it doesn't necessarily have to be a band like that you hate or anything like that. Like, no, no. It's just one that you don't listen to. Songs you like this. from bands you don't. Yeah. You don't have to hate them. No, certainly not. Um, but yeah. It's just if someone's like, oh, do you want to go to this concert with me? You're like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this that's one song. That's a good way of putting it. it. Yeah. I'll yeah. Pass. I will not. I will not spend my hard-earned money on that. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> valid. Awesome. So we're going to go around the table doing this. And Shannon, because it was your topic, uh, why don't uh, why don't you go first? Well, want me to kick it off? Let's so kick it off. I think this one's going to um, piss off a couple of you. Um, Love it. Oh, yeah, we're going to be Love pissing it. off a bunch of people with this. Yeah. I think Sarah and G, I know you guys are both Coldplay fans. Mm-hmm. And I am 100% not. Yes, I know that about you. I know that about and, you. Um. I, it's nothing against Chris Martin. I mean, I've seen him in interviews. I I I enjoy him as a human being, uh, but that singing voice not for me. Um, Interesting. And there was one uh, that got a lot of radio play that I found myself not changing the dial. So that's as good as I'm going to get to liking Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are with Viva La Vida from Coldplay. there i feel like i could have <laughs> picked a better spot but i didn't actually want to listen to the song to pick a better spot so. <laughs> does this qualify as one wow. show do you actually like this yeah song? do you like this song no it's good um is yeah it? i don't know <laughs> is it yeah for one minute i, can't... I don't know it's fine <laughs> you nailed it there that's great yeah i don't even know if that's the lyrics i'm actually trying to look at the lyrics yeah you you did you, you did you got it right i did it okay yeah, good job See, it's fun it's, it's, it's fun it's funny because that's probably my least favorite cold play single yeah it's I to agree. be honest with you 
I totally. I agree. would probably agree with you as well. I love that album so much. But oh, I have, I have the... no qualms against the album. Like I, I love Coldplay myself too. But I don't. That album, I yeah, it's a, there's a lot of better song. songs on there. But hey, I mean, you know what? It's a song that Shannon likes by them. So let's not diss it. Let's not diss no, it. And <laughs> and maybe for you who are Coldplay fans, maybe you're like, oh no. Coldplay does Coldplay so much better in these other songs, but <laughs> if they got away from the typical Coldplay, and you guys are like, "Oh, that's that's not their best Coldplay," yeah. maybe that's why I like it. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like exactly. A, it's like a warm play. Oh, warm. Yeah, it's a warm play. <laughs> Lukewarm play. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. All right, good. That's a good start. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Uh, Brian. Or why don't you go next? Yeah. Um, so who I picked is a sack of shit human being. <laughs> Seriously, no. Seriously, he's a yeah, sack he's of that. shit. He's not lying. He's not lying. Um, I think right. he's he's just he's just a terrible fucking person. Um, but this song was always a song growing up that I was like, I didn't want to like it because it was him, but you can't help but fucking like this song. Yeah, I actually love the song and didn't know it was him, so that was a shocker to me. Okay. So, so interesting. Yeah. So this song is Ba with a Ba by Kid Rock. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I'm saying? That's a banger of a it's track. A, it's a banger of a fucking track. Yeah, it's a sweet jam. By a, a shit human it's a being. a sweet headbanger. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it almost channels like Beastie Boys um, yes. sounds to me. Totally agree with you. It's, yeah, it's such a fun track by, yeah, an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like it doesn't add up to everything else he does, so I don't understand. No, no. So I think that was like the perfect choice for somebody you fucking hate. That's, That's exactly a great what we're selection. looking for here. Yeah. I like that. Perfect choice. Beautiful. So. Sarah, what you got? Yeah, I am Ball with the was not sorry, was not anticipating Ball with the Ball coming up. That's just wow. Right? Just, a loop. just really, really giving it there. Uh-huh. Yeah, so my next song, my song's like along those same kind of like heavy metal vibes and uh this band sucks, you know. <laughs> I can't really, I mean it is what it is. It just I don't like them at all. They suck. If you think that they're hardcore or cool, I I don't know what to say to you. So here is uh Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue. <laughs>
So I'm going to play for you because you get the gist. Um, it's a damn good song. Makes me want to throw my hands up and just rock out. Um, yeah, that's another band that I don't know that I've listened to very much of them ever. No, me neither. Yeah, it's and like... I, I haven't. I, I, so. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a huge Motley Crue fan it's either. Just, yeah, to me, they're just so bad and like funny. <laughs> <because> just <so> <laughs> it's just funny it's to just me so when bad. people are like, oh my God, like I listen to Motley Crue. I'm so badass. It's like, are you? Are you? Like, I don't... I don't think so, but hey, Amazing. that's a badass song, and I definitely blur it in my car. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Nice choice. All right, G. I so my song is very, I think, similar in the vein of of Sarah and Briner's, where they're like they're absolutely not Coldplay, like as far as like the type of music. Yes, it's okay. really funny. This is good. Um, <laughs> and I'm also kind of going the same vein as Briner is that this person is a gigantic piece of shit <laughs> and terrible human being and the less that he's thought of the world is better but this is a fucking banger of a song it is a cover of a song but it's fucking incredible uh this is uh marilyn manson with personal jesus It's a I sick love cover. That. It's such a if sick If there's cover, one but... thing you can give to Marilyn Manson is his covers are fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I like, begrudgingly yeah. roll my eyes. Like, what was the one it's... you were even thinking? Yeah, earlier. I was going to choose um, Sweet Dreams, his cover of Sweet Dreams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweet it's Dreams. Unbelievable yeah. cover. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he do Tainted Love, too? Yeah. He does Tainted Love, and I think he does like You Spin Me Right Round, too. Yeah. It, it's great. His covers are fantastic. He's a but shit person, though. He's an awful human being. Yeah, yeah. he sucks. <laughs> um, so I'm going to follow that up with um, hating on uh, a band whose front person uh, is loved around the world, <laughs> who's a humanitarian, who donates a shit ton of money, and people just love the fuck out of them. Um, but I just cannot get into Bono or U2. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can. Nobody can. <laughs> and the only reason um, I do like this song, I will say, it's because it's with Green Day, but it's on a U2 album. So uh, the Saints are coming. U2 and Green Day. Gotta love it. But the shadows remain since your descent, your
And I think the chunk I played didn't have any Bono um, in it whatsoever. So I think that's why I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if my choices are truly adding up to what this um, topic was all about. Um, No, I think I heard it my own way. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I forgot about that 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 cover. Me too. Completely forgot about that one. Yeah, so so good. That was good too. Um. Really funny because I also picked a U2 song. <laughs> Love it. So I might as well just drop it, keep it rolling here. Absolutely. Right. This is the only U2, U2 song that I really enjoy. And this one is called Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, that's a good song. Literally the only U2 song that I, I kind of enjoy when it's on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely the best U2 song, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. And I, th- I think that's a song, like I was telling you earlier, I think that's the one that really put them on the map. I'm not sure. I can't, I can't 100%. I'll say it. I'll yeah. say it. <laughs> make things up. It's a big call. It's all yeah. good. Call. Make yeah. them up. We're making we, calls here. Go ahead, fact check that one, because I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> it's their best song so hey oh yeah without a doubt <laughs> um it's funny i also have a youtube song but i'll save mine for my ani menchi <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> yeah uh okay so this is another song kind of similar to the kid rock moment now i love this song and i every time i would hear it on the radio like q107 um I'd be like super stoked that it was on and I would tell myself, damn, I love this song. Who is it by? <laughs> I don't know. Next song comes on. You forget, right? But right. the other week, I swear to you, this song was on and I was vibing like I do. And then it comes on. The guy comes on and says who it is. And I was mortified to hear <laughs> him utter the names, the name, sorry, that this song is by Kim Mitchell. <laughs> This song is you called... hate Kim Mitchell. That's I can't so stand his music. I think it's horrible. However, <laughs> this song I fucking love. <laughs> this is the song called All We Are, and it's by Kim Mitchell. I tried to hold out to the chorus, but it was really quite long there. Sorry, guys. I just love it so much. 
Um, Patio land. No. Patio land. <laughs> I'm uh I'm dying. I, I've got I've died. I died. That is. See, if I, I heard can't. that song on the radio, I'd turn it the fuck off. The one I just. Yeah. Played. No, see, and that's totally that my song. vibe. It's very like synthy <laughs> '80s, like low key. Like, I would much rather listen to Patio Lanterns than that song. I'd rather kill myself. Beyond, so. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like you need to go for a soda. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, off. Oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Holy shit. Okay. This is this is something else here, guys. I'm, I'm totally flipping it here. I'm totally... You're not going to see this one coming, okay. I don't think. All right. I genuinely love this song. I think it's so incredibly beautiful. Wow. And... Wow. It's 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 an it's an amazing song, and it's from Taylor Swift. Whoa! <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Now, what? It oh is, dear! It is, it is also featuring uh, the National. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it 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 has uh, I think it's oh, what's his name again? Matt Berenger is a singer in the in the in the National. So it kind of, it features his kind of deep baritone voice in there as well, along with Taylor Swift. And but it's just it's a beautiful song, and I'll fight anybody that says it's not a, a, a nice beautiful song. This is right, a, I'll let you know. This is Coney Island from Taylor Swift. Over and over, lost again with no surprises. Disappointments close your eyes, and it gets colder and colder when the sun goes down. my head what's a lifetime of achievement if I pushed you to the edge but you were too polite to leave me do you miss the rogue who coaxed you into paradise and left you there I like it I think it's great doesn't sound like a typical like country Taylor Swift song. Oh, it definitely doesn't sound country. I I really well, I don't like think it. she sounds country anymore. Well, does no, she? but she doesn't. She, yes, but she she has like new country pop to it, and to me, it doesn't even sound like that. It sounds like just like a really nice folksy alternative song, and I love it. Yeah, definitely was not her like normal, but uh, yeah, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm moving on to my last one here. Okay. Um, I threw you guys. I could see it all in you. I I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't see I, it coming. I, I don't know much Taylor Swift um, from that. I mean, I, I don't know that I would put that on again. Yeah, <sighs> I just don't right. like her music. I, don't know I would put I'm... that on again. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you want it to be folksy singer songwritery, make it that folksy <laughs> singer songwriter but it, that it, song is though not everything else is compared to her stuff maybe yeah but that's a, it's but still that's, just a great song is okay. it though All right. yeah. yeah it is <laughs> well we'll just leave that with you um moving on he did say on. fight this people is, did you, sorry wait a second Uh-oh. can we go back Uh-oh. to the nonsense song that sarah had before <laughs> yeah, right. the fucking garbage song <laughs> that absolute trash <laughs> can we talk about that 
Can we talk also about Shannon's song where she fo- focused on U2 and then didn't play anything U2? Can we focus on that, maybe? We all shut the fuck up. Brino, you're my boy. I'm, you're good. But I'm fuck dead. you too. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> oh, God. That was um, good. Okay. So I, I actually have no idea where any of the three of you sit on this artist. Okay. Um, so I'm curious... Uh, what you think that um he he did play a festival uh that i was at um number of years ago i didn't stay for the full set glowing endorsement decided (laughs) at the time that he was not my cup of tea um but he kind of fits into the genre of the world of music that i like which is interesting i wonder who it is so for me this is the only sam roberts song that i like okay and it's them them kids That is a good song. It's a very good song. Um, So if you're asking my stance on Sam Roberts, I like Sam Roberts, I think. I love Sam Roberts. Um, Well, he's got enough songs on the radio that I don't turn off when they're on. Like I I can groove to them. I can dig them. Um, But I did see him live, and it was absolutely the most boring thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yeah, you did say that. It was so fucking terrible. (laughs) Like he sounded good, but it was so boring. Like I was fucking going to sleep. It was so like bad. Why go, like, why go see it? Why go see him? Yeah, I would never right. do that. Yeah, And I think that very much um, sort of encap, uh, encapsulates the... Encap- yeah, 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 yeah. Encapsulates? encapsulates? Yeah, I think that's um, the word. The, the... What I feel about Sam Roberts, like, I feel like most of his music is just very boring. And that one, for me, is one that it will come on, and it makes you want to dance, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. You've got some like energy behind it, and I just don't feel like he has energy in his songs. I don't know. That's Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's valid. a fair that's, point. I agree with you on that. I 100%. can hear where you're coming from. Yep. However, the, the I don't ol- like him. The, yeah, the only other right? song that I can really think of from Sam Roberts, like, off the top of my head is... um. A uh, hard road is that what it is? Bridge to nowhere? No, it's not bridge yeah, to nowhere. Yeah, hard like road's a song. Hard, hard yeah. road, and it's it's very much like a um, it's a it's a perfect like road trip yeah. song, like very Canadiana yeah. road trip song. I really like that one. Um, but like, like other than that, yeah, I like the song Brother Down. Brother, down. Brother Down, Brother Down. Oh yeah, Brother Down. Yeah, he bridge does have hits. Man. He does. Yeah, I like he's got all lots his songs. of hits. Yeah, where have all the good people gone? Don't walk away. Yeah, that's yeah okay. That was a huge hit. All right, you, shit, he's you got some proved me wrong too. here. Yeah, he's got a lot of hits. It's just this is the only one that actually makes me feel something. Well, that's fair. That's yeah. f- and that's look, fair. it's it's rare for you to feel anything. That's, yeah. that's a really good point. Sorry, Sam, it's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> Completely. 
<laughs> nice. Okay. Um. So mine's kind of like a, a random fucking pick here. Um. But I remember being small and hearing this song and um, going out and buying the CD because I was like, wow, this song is cool. And then I went out and bought the CD and it was fucking awful. It was, oh God, it's so bad. Oh, and then the I, as I got older, I realized why the song was so good. It was because they sampled the Red Hot Chili Peppers Amazing. In, in this oh. song. So I was like, oh, okay, that's why that riff is fucking awesome. Oh, I'm so curious. So, the song I am picking is by a band called Crazy Town, and the song is called Butterfly. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This paper bitch, you got me sprung with your tongue ring. And I ain't gonna lie, cause your loving gets me high. So to keep you by my side, there's nothing that I won't try. Butterflies in her eyes and her looks to kill. Time is passing, I'm asking, could this be real? Cause I can't sleep, I can't hold still. The only thing I really know is she got sex appeal. I can feel, too much is never enough. You always there to lift me up when these times get rough. I was lost, now I'm found. Come, come, come. <laughs> that's great uh, so what what song did they sample from chili peppers um so it was a song called pretty little ditty and it was actually just okay. a instrumental song if i'm, oh, if I'm interesting. right on that i think i'm right on that it it absolutely like regardless of knowing the song or not it absolutely has a chili peppers yes vibe yeah to it yeah so that, um, that little yeah that little like it's only like a couple yeah, second clips it's so, but i did not it's know so that. like it makes huh. so much it does like i didn't know that at all and then when he said that i was like oh wow yeah it does sound like yeah it. yeah i just remember getting older and being pissed off because i bought that CD. <laughs> i can't believe you bought that it was a great song it was a great was song a hey and how, how do you know at that you know at that point in time like oh fuck. there's no other way super, to be like i was super young there was no internet yeah. there was nothing exactly <laughs> no, so i mean great pick great absolutely pick. Yeah. So. All right, Sarah, what's your last song? Hmm. So many choices to choose from. We're going to be doing um, Ani Menchies, by the way. We're going to be doing some Ani Menchies after the okay, playlist. Good. Perfect. Good. Um, I'm going to go. We're going to go circa same era as the song that we just heard, kind of early 2000s. Um, this song was another huge hit of its time and is definitely the only good song by this band um and it was one of their first hits ever so here is um how you remind me by nickelback never made it as a wise man i couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing tired of living like a blind man i'm sick of sight without a sense of feeling and this is how you remind me this is how you remind me Wow. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I still remember the lyrics to that lyrics, song. Absolutely, the fucking music video for me, the bottle, the like, the, <laughs> the long Goldilocks hair. Yeah, his hair, which was like, <laughs> a, it was such a oh big statement piece back in those days. <laughs> statement he, piece. He cut it, and it was all like they went to shit, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Do you guys okay. remember when he sucked his own dick for a case of beer? Uh, I heard that story. <laughs> yeah, beside Miles, baby. <laughs> oh, that's good times right there. Um, oh my goodness. Before we move on to G, I also have always had this theory that um, if you took Chad Kroger's voice and then you went an octave up in a female range, um, you have share. <laughs> They're so similar. It's beautiful. I can see that. The audacity. Yeah. And that's I'm I'm a massive share fan, but I'm just like, no, if she so went funny. lower, like the octave lower, um, that I think it's Chad Kroger. Oh my god. I love that. <laughs> anyway, moving oh on. I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that statement. <laughs> uh, once we're done recording, Sarah, go ahead and sing your Chad Kroger and then <laughs> go an octave up and sing share. Tell me tell me what your research shows. It's just gonna line up. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, G, round us out. Uh, Yeah, so this is the last song on the playlist. And this is kind of the, I think, a really good kind of magnifying glass on the the thing of like an artist you just don't care for. Because I have nothing against this guy. He's incredibly popular. He sells millions of albums. He goes massive tours, all this shit. And I just don't fucking care. Like, I just, (laughs) I can't get behind it i i recognize that he's talented but i just don't give a shit about him i love that but (laughs) this song this song i i i love so so much we play a cover of it sometimes on the show which is great um and my my view on it is probably skewed because it was featured at the end of one of the hobbit movies this is i see fire from ed sheeran oh Oh, misty eye of the mountain below Keep careful watch of my brother's souls And should the sky be filled with fire and smoke Keep watching over during it's an incredibly beautiful song yeah i can't I say i've ever heard that song that guitar was should, yummy you should go back uh, like get into the like icy fire part like it's it is so fucking good yeah unless the sky is falling down it crushed into this lonely town and with that shadow upon the ground i hear my people screaming now and i see fire It's so, so good. good. That it's I really so like that. I've never heard that before. No, yeah. I don't I know feel anything about the it. Powerful sure. vibes in that for sure. Yeah. 
But otherwise, I don't give a fuck about you, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and I think yeah, one of the the end of one of the Hava movies, it like they roll credits with that song. They, like it's like a cliffhanger. They, like the dragons release, and they're like fuck, and then the movie ends, and then the song starts. Uh, oh, and it's just, and it's so good. You're, like sitting in the theater, going yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck is gonna happen? And Hobbit then just that song. Yeah, son so of a good. bitch. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. That is. That's how they got us right. in the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's a hell of a playlist, guys. You guys want to go over some Ani Menchies? Yeah, you might as well kick uh, us off. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I had, I don't know why this, this was literally the first one that I wrote down and I don't know why it came into my head, but it was Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head. I love oh that song. God. It's such a good song. Oh, it's shit. a good song. Um, <laughs> the, qui- the, quiet, the Quiet Things That No One Ever Knows from Brand New. Uh, it's the only song I care about from Brand New. Uh, Dreams from Beck. There's like one or two other songs from Beck, but otherwise I don't give a shit. Wow. And this one I'm going to get lambasted for. Fake Plastic Trees from Radiohead. Otherwise, fuck right off. What? I don't oh. care. What? All right. get that. Good night, everybody. Yeah, bye. Should, is it, We're done. I, good, good night, everybody. I would, I could make the claim for my own personal music taste that they are the most overrated band in history. But anyway. I- I'm not saying they're Whoa. not. I think they're they're definitely an overrated band. Excuse, excuse but I love Radiohead. Do you like, know what I'm excuse? saying? Like I don't. I think they're overrated. They they shouldn't be like top tier in my opinion. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, this is exactly. I what love I Radiohead though. I fucking lo- I have all of their albums on vinyl. Like I I love Radiohead. But Do you? when we went to when we went to Coachella in 2015, I think it was the 2012. It doesn't matter. Uh, Radiohead was headlining one night. Yeah. And we stayed for one song. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. One care. song. And we're just like, well, now we can see we saw say we saw Radiohead live. And I was like, I don't fucking care. This is wow. dumb. This is boring. Wow. Well, then. So. Tom York, take some antidepressants. You know, <laughs> focus on your mental health. It's not a sti- you know, let's, let's remove the stigma of mental health stuff. You oh know, it's God. okay. Savage. That is Jesus quite Christ, savage. man. Wow. Anyway. So, um, um, I, uh-huh. I, I only had one Ani Menji. Um, and again, I'm not entirely sure it counts because kind of digging deeper into their catalog, there's probably a couple others I give a shit about. Um, but guys, I'm here to say I'm not an Arcade Fire fan. Oh, man. I'm not and, either. And uh, Wake Up, um, to me, is the only track that, again, has made me feel something. Um, but then, again, digging back a bit, I remember um, Rebellion Lies yeah, being that's their, my first, their first track. And I, the music video was just fascinating. It's not a song I would ever go like put on, but I don't think I would change the dial if it came on type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I if I feel like you have to listen to the entirety, and it would be like an effort. I'm not saying it wouldn't be if you're not a fan of it. It would be, but you effort. have to listen to the full album, The Suburbs. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. without before saying you don't like that band. Yeah, and, and I also think Reflector would be another one that I'd be like, okay, like mm. I probably wouldn't change the dial, but for me, Wake Up I th- is a great song Fair. um but otherwise yeah wow. i've heard they're an incredible live band um they put on an amazing show um i just don't know that i would care they're one of those bands that if they were on a festival lineup i would check out their set but i would not buy tickets to see them wow. it's valid. Yeah. interesting 
Uh, yeah, see, I, I'm not an Arcade Fire fan either, no, other than those them. couple songs that you listed, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. And I've fair. heard the suburbs. I just I can't get into it. Wow. Which I'm, I'm surprised, Brenner. Just uh, so many people are like, oh, you're into the general genre of of rock music. You should like Arcade Fire. And yeah. I've been lambasted for yeah. it before. <laughs> but, yeah, same. Um, same. So yeah, I'm happy to have you on my side. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for being on my team, man. I agree with you. On that one. <laughs> uh-huh. sure. Yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> Sarah's just miserable over here. I'm learning so much right yeah. now. <laughs> this is her last show. Yeah. yeah, she's leaving. Well, next week she's taking on just herself. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Starting her own. Mm-hmm. I I only have one, um, and it's just because I, to be honest, I don't really know anything else by her. Fair. But. Um, this song is just an iconic song, and um, it's uh, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a great song. It's a really I fucking it. great yeah. tune. It's a if great song. If you want to like, be fucking pre-bubescent girl in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> so salty. So salty. If you're a fan of that song, you should look on YouTube where somebody put that song over a, a mod of Grand Theft Auto where somebody is driving around a piano. <laughs> what? And, oh, yeah. and they're just crashing into people. Love it. We've watched that too many hilarious. times. Fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, that, that song always gets me hyped up, though. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. That's that's a great example, Brainer, of, 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 yeah, it's, like you said, one of those bands where or artists where, yeah, you hear the song because it's a massive radio hit. And you're like, yeah, I like this, but I'm not looking into anything. Oh, fuck you don't no. give a shit about no, that. I could, I couldn't go to last. Yeah. If yeah. someone said, "Do you want to go see Vanessa Carlton in concert?" <laughs> I don't imagine you'd take them up on that. No, I'd, I'd say I'd rather walk a thousand miles. That's what I would say. <laughs> and then five hundred more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah, just that one. Oh, you guys are funny. Wow. You guys are funny. <laughs> uh, I have a couple Ani Menchies, so. Just a couple here. Um, we're going to say um, this is actually just a song. I, I don't know much about the other man, but we we obviously know I'm not a fan of the first. So song is called Hero, and it's by Chad Kruger and, and Josie Scott. That's a banger of a tune, but I don't really know much about Josie Scott, but I know I don't like Chad Kruger. So ding, Ani Menchie. Wasn't, wasn't that song on one of the Spider-Man, Spider-Man soundtracks? Two soundtrack. yeah. I bet it was. Yeah, Spider-Man that's one. what it was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the reasons why that movie is so great. Yeah, it's oh. one of the not really. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, my other uh, animenchi is our our YouTube our YouTube band. Uh, the song is called Desire. That is a great little bop. It's a great bop. Um, the weekend's blinding lights. Um, and my last animenchi here, just for all the fans out there, is uh, Blink 182's Adam song. Oh, oh shit! Wow, we throw we shade. we we dish it. Now yeah, we're taking we're it. taking it. <laughs> yeah, we're eating just it. Just a ban. I just you know it's just one of those things. I mean, I won't go into words here. Y'all dug into me pretty deep with some other bands. My heart's a little broken. I'm still picking up <laughs> to, the pieces. Quote, but hey, to quote G, I think was that fucking trash song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fun. In a way, in a uh, word. Uh, yeah, 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 good stuff. Wow. Good Happy time. to be here. All... <laughs> so yeah, next week it's going to be just Sarah. Just She's officially Sarah. pulling pulling the plug on the rest of us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That's a hell of a playlist, guys. That was good. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was good to realize how terrible music taste we all have. And, and I would <laughs> like to recommend, Justin, that when you're building out these playlists, 
I would say include the honorable mentions. I've been listening to these playlists and you're going like, oh man, 12 songs is really short when you're getting into the vibe of it. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I agree I with you. Just, I agree with you. Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Like that pop punk playlist, guys. I've been playing it on repeat, and repeat t- comes too soon. Yeah, maybe you should add. <laughs> maybe you should add the couple extras that we kind of. So. Okay, yeah, I will. I will do that in the yeah. in the future going forward. I love it. Cool. Uh, yeah, all those uh, all those playlists that we make that we make them on Apple Music as well as Spotify. As long as the tracks are available in every place, um, right. you'll notice that last week's uh, pop punk playlist doesn't or not pop punk um, album closers doesn't feature uh, Weezer's. Uh, kids in poker face on Spotify because it's not on Spotify. Oh, really? Oh. Well, that's disappointing. It's a good song. Yeah, but uh, all those uh, playlist links can be found at the show notes uh, over at the website. ptppodcast.com. <laughs> nice. I don't know how to, I don't know how to right. direct judge it. you anymore. Yeah, it's just so, very. Um, no one does. I'm predictable. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last song of the evening there, sir? Last song, we're going to do some uh, Jake Scott. This one's called Gold Digging on PTP Podcast. Oh. Uh-huh. 
Jake Scott, that's gold digging. And um, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. That was a hell of a show, guys. <sighs> Jam-packed. I feel like I was like rode hard and put away wet, you know, yeah. after that. Yes. Um, huge do. thanks to uh, Daniel Allen um, that he is just getting us learned. He's over there educating. Um, so, yeah, definitely follow along with him. Um, part three is going to be coming uh, anytime Soon. now. So super excited about that. But um, if you've ever been interested in music therapy, he is your guy. He's got the resources. Um, just fucking cool. Um and big thanks to Michael Angry Hawkins for making an appearance for the first time in like two years. <laughs> Seriously, I he thought he was dead. Yeah. He says he's coming back next week too. We'll he see. says he's coming back next what? week. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. No way. We'll see. We'll see. I'll believe it when we'll I see. see this. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, and of course, as always, thank you to our Patreon supporters. Yes, you guys are absolute living legends. Fucking beautiful people. I've never seen more handsome men in my entire life. Besides the one that I'm looking at in the computer right now. Well, that's me. Right. I'm just kidding. Briner, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Connor Graham, thank you so much. You know, you 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 keep the lights on here. That's yeah? right. You know, we, we, we can't thank you enough. Phil Marks, you've you've basically you've been the supporter for so long you've put my kid through college. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what we're putting the money towards. We're putting it towards making a damn good show. The kid right. can make money on his own for college. He yep. doesn't need an Make your own way in life, kids. Yeah. Anyway. Grow up. If you want to be like those two fine gentlemen, uh, you can support the show over at Patreon, patreon.com slash P2P podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, it goes towards just kind of keeping the, you know, the hosting up and keeping it going. So if you even like this kind of sort of maybe. Um, if you made it to this point, consider chucking in a buck. Consider chucking in a buck. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. Buck yeah. a year. Yeah. Even. Buck a year. Come on. Whatever. Do that. Why not? You could do a you, you could do a buck a year. Half, half a Tim's? Come on. Come on now. Come on. Come on now Come is what we're saying. <laughs> uh, links also to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, uh, as well as a contact form. So if you want to be featured on the show, if you want to come on the show, have your music played on the show, we would love to hear from you. Um, all that stuff can be found over at the website. P2Ppodcast.com. Did I, did I miss anything? Have we I don't got think it so. All? I think we got all. I think you got it. Sarah, I need to I need to confer with Sarah who's going to be taking the reins next week. Sarah. Yep. Are um, you solo? You're good. Sure. Yeah, I will have to wait and see. Like I don't know if oh, I'm going to yeah. be back, yeah. but Okay, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> just, Michelle Pfeiffer over there. Just practice your Kroger to share yeah. and then you'll be good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> true, People true. will tune in for that. <laughs> uh once again, ptbpodcast.com. Thank you guys so fucking much yeah. really Whoa. for listening. Yeah. Peace love and butt stuff. I never made it as a wise man. Couldn't cut it as a poor man bleeding. Is that what he says? Bleeding? Oh, stealing. Stealing, I'm stealing. pretty sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do poor men bleed out often? I'm curious now. That's it. That's where you got the show right there. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye. Jesus Christ. I don't poor know men usually, is. poor men <laughs> bleeding too. <laughs> like that's, that's a poor <laughs> man <laughs> I have horrible lyrics. Like, what do you want? <laughs> that's another discussion. Misheard lyrics. That might oh, be yeah. the funniest. That might be the funniest thing that's ever happened on the I show. I think that so. Thing that right there. <laughs> yeah, that's and pretty that's, good. And, and that's yeah. not even making fun of you, Sarah. It's just, no. it's just such a funny mishear. <laughs> Poor man bleeding. You're leaving this all in, right? A hundred percent. Actual lyrics. Stealing. A poor man stealing. Because you know when people that- are. Poor, they, steal. they require things and they can't pay for them. Oh so God. then they bleed out. So they 
<laughs> they take them and then they get stabbed and bleed out. Okay. Okay. All right. So you're half right. <laughs> That's each their own, I guess.